everybody. I'm uh, Matthew, for those who don't know me. I grew up in the fellowship here in Adelaide and have uh, been in the, the Hungarian fellowship in Europe for the last 26 years. And we've got a, a happy and fluffy group there. And we'd love to have you over for our Easter camp. Uh, so it's just a quick plug. Um, <clears throat> let's get our Bibles open. And uh, I thought we'd start start on a joyful note, and we'll go to the Book of Lamentations. <clears throat> I remember as a young man realising what Lamentations means, and I I was so thrilled having realised what it meant. Not that it meant that much, but um, I, I, I spoke to Brother Derek Noble, and I said, do you know what, what that means? And he looked at me and said, yep, yeah, of course it does. Didn't you know that? No, I didn't. Anyway. <clears throat> Um, but here we've got Jeremiah, and um, and he's he's a bit, you know, obviously unhappy about everything that's going on. But in, in the middle of it all, he he reveals to us that he he still has hope. And um, when I was writing this talk today, brothers and sisters, I didn't know why I put this verse in here, and um, I kept trying to take it out. And then I heard that testimony, um, Sister Andrea, and I thought, wow, let's, re- let's read the verse here together. Uh, Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 22. It is, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning, and great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore will I hope in him. Now, another translation of these verses, uh, we actually sing in a chorus. Most of you would know that. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. This is just the message that is so important for us to remember, so important for us to be reminded of again and again, that God does love us. He loves all his creation. If you look there um, at the story of What's that fellow that sent to Nineveh? Jonah. The story of Jonah. You know, and he's upset because he, God, why didn't you destroy them? You look at the end of the story there and he says, look, you feel sorry about this plant that dies? Shouldn't I feel for all my people there? And that's the way God thinks about you and me. His chosen people. He's filled us with his spirit. He's he's given birth to us again. He's given us new life in him. And he loves us. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. The mercy of God. You know, it it, it says it well here in in the King James. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. If you're honest with yourself... Should you have a relationship with God? 
put up your hand. You say, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm actually quite a good guy. I should have a relationship with God. Put your hand up. Not one of us. Because we know. We know that it is only by the mercy of God that we have a chance to have a relationship with him. Steadfast love. Many of us are parents and um, we love our children. And all the people said, look at that, we love our children. We don't always like what they're doing, but we love them. And it's a steadfast love. And it never changes. And it's always there. And that's the way God loves us. Now, I've always been very um, appreciative. Growing up in the fellowship here in Adelaide, um, surrounded by brothers and sisters who just love the Lord. And a lot of you don't know that, but you've been pillars to me in my walk, pillars of faith, examples. I look around now and I, I see you all and I, I rejoice in the Lord for it. And it's, it's something that I've not once thought about and said, I hope one day I can be somebody like that. Somebody showing an example, somebody giving somebody else strength. People that are just always rejoicing in thick and thin. In all difficulty. And the thing is, as we heard in testimony now, it's not always easy riding. And you'll get stuck in spots. And we all get stuck in spots. And you'll get circumstances. Who doesn't have circumstances? Life happens to us all. And it's so easy. So easy that life pull you down. And it's so easy to get in a situation and you get stuck there and you say, where am I? What am I doing here? How do I get out? And you try this and you try that and you try that. And yeah, you get frustrated with the Lord. Why aren't you helping? You know, one thing I, I, I never... I, I, I'm a pretty easygoing dad, I think. Um, ask the kids, but I think I'm probably too easygoing a lot of the time. Um, but one thing I would never allow them to do is to point their finger at us and blame us. Because everything we did was for their benefit and for their good. And one thing we never want to do is point our finger at the Lord. And blame the Lord. And, and say to him, how dare you? Why aren't you helping? Where are you? But I tell you what, we get there. And we heard it now in testimony. You get there. And, and you just want the Lord to help. And you want the Lord to be there. And circumstances have pulled you down. And that's why it's so great, brothers and sisters, that we can come together. We can come together in fellowship, we have meetings together, we can sit down in fellowship together and have camps like this and we can encourage one another and lift each other up and remind us 
Go back to your first love. Go back to what the Lord has given you and just rejoice in your salvation. You know, Jesus says, you know, in the Sermon, Sermon on the Mount, um, Matthew chapter 7 there, he, um, he says that if we hear his words and we do them, it's, it's like we're building our house on a rock. It's, it's a wise thing to do. Because the rock is never going to move. And, and I'm sure you're aware of, I'm not an architect, and we've got architects here, but how important it is to have the foundation of a building on, on, on the rock. It's not going to move. And our life is that rock, is, the, is that building. And we want to build our life on the rock. When, when Jesus asked the disciples, he said, who, who do men say that I am and who do you say that I am? And Peter says there to him, he said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, upon that rock will I build my church. The rock is that Jesus Christ, Jesus our Saviour, is the Son of the living God. And he has become the rock of our life. And we build our life upon the fact, upon the knowledge that Jesus Christ has given us salvation. And that's what we heard in testimony just a few minutes before. Sister Andrea was rejoicing in her salvation. Not in whether she gets healed or doesn't get healed. Not in the circumstances. She was rejoicing in her salvation. Brothers and sisters, you know, when they're talking, the Bible talks about the, the, uh, what's that in English? The, um, the, the things of faith, the sword and the shield and the, the armor, the armor of faith. I've got, got my help here. Uh, the armor of faith. And it's got the helmet of salvation. You know what, why you need a helmet when you're fighting? It's to protect your head. It's, it's, it's to protect your thinking, your brain, however big or small it might be. The helmet of salvation. Salvation is what protects our thinking and keeps our thinking right. The knowledge of salvation. Nothing else matters and all the people said. Nothing else matters, and all the people said, what a wonderful promise that we're going to get rid of this body and we're going to be with the Lord forever and ever. And then life happens and circumstances happen and it pulls you down again. And then you come to camp and you hear a testimony and it reminds you and it picks you up and it puts you back on the rock. And that's where we all want to be. Hallelujah. Let's go to one last verse. Um, oh, it's moving now. It's moving really quick. How are they doing that? Um, um, can we go to two last verses? Hebrews chapter 12. Just one verse. I think you'll know it quite well. It's, it's, it's following on from Hebrews chapter 11, talking about all the heroes of faith there and, and, um, <clears throat> I'll often um, think, you know, that 
the brothers and sisters and the testimonies that we hear, they're our cloud of witnesses. You know, you are our cloud of witnesses uh, that we have here in front of us, that we have here uh, giving testimony. And, and it says here, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. It says, lay aside every weight. Different translations, I think it's the Amplified, it says, put aside, put away from yourself every unnecessary burden. Unnecessary burdens. And just run the race with patience. Because I tell you what, we can all be stupid. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that word. Is that a, you cannot, you, we, because I do it. We, you take on things that you don't need to take on. You do things you don't need to be doing. Unnecessary burdens. But just put them aside. Run the race with patience. And the Lord's going to be there. Last verse. Let's go back to, where is that? Isaiah chapter 12. Understand, brothers and sisters, that the steadfast love of the Lord is always there. He loves you and he always loves you. He gave his son to die for you and that's never going to change. His mercies are there forever and they're there every morning anew and you wake up and it's a brand new day with the Lord and you can stand up and whatever happened yesterday, Whatever happened today, get up and start running with the Lord because you can, because he's made you able. There's nothing that can stop you and nothing that can stand before you, stand between you and the love of the Lord. Just understand that. Appreciate it. Isaiah chapter 12. In that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation, I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song, he has also become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall you draw out of the wells of salvation. With joy shall you draw out of the wells of salvation, a well which will never, ever run dry. The well of salvation that you and I have access to through the sacrifice and victory of our Lord Jesus Christ, that we have his love, that we have his forgiveness, that we have his grace and his mercy, and we have the promise of eternal life with him. Rejoice in it. With joy, draw out of the well of salvation and keep drawing and keep drawing and keep drawing and keep drinking and keep drinking and keep drinking. Rejoice in it. And all the people said...